0: Music is like root work. It writes your true name on a scrap of paper and makes you dance undignified like King David. This is the Hoodoo Music Podcast.
1: This is the Hoodoo Music Podcast, episode number thirty, and the guest is Finding Freedom. Good afternoon. Hello. How's it going? What's up? Yeah. What's up, guys? I, I drove out to Greer to uh, to hang out, and we've uh, been hanging out all day. Uh, ate some ate some barbecue, some homemade barbecue, and uh, treat our guests correctly. Yeah, I, I feel and and made this cool little like a Hoodoo Music plaque. This is so cool! Like I'll put a picture on Instagram. It, you'll see it. It's great. At Mark Jones Audio, follow, follow me there. Why don't we just go ahead and jump into some music to start things off? Uh, what's this first song? Tell us a little bit about it. What's the story?
2: Okay, so this first song is called "Nowhere I Belong." Um, it originated from a kind of thing I have with Christmas, where all the materialism and stuff makes me depressed and I get sad around November, December. And that's kind of where the song came from, and uh, that's pretty much it. This was the first song that we played
3: together, uh, ch- September of twenty fifteen. Yeah, um,
2: three of us, no drummer.
4: Yeah, I I met Rob a while back, and
2: it's was, like April of twenty fifteen, I think.
4: I'm, I'm more into the blues, so he brought that song. It was the only one we could kind of groove to. Cool. Um,
2: yeah, it really clicked then, when we first met.
1: Well, we'll get into that a little bit later. I'll, I definitely want to hear more about that. So let's go ahead and uh, just jump into this music. So you said this one's called
2: "Nowhere I Belong.
0: Area across the sky while I'm lying here beside you, you slip on over over to the other side. Go.
1: Why don't you go around and uh, introduce yourselves?
2: Alright, well, uh, I'm Rob. I do most of the singing, and I play rhythm guitar. I'm Josh, and I play lead guitar.
5: I'm McNeil, and I play drums. And I play the uh, And
2: uh, we kind of came together. I do construction, and... Yeah, I also do construction.
5: I attempt to do construction.
2: (laughs) We we were volunteering for a mutual friend, Josh and I. Uh, He was building his own house, and... We just we got paired together, putting some beams together, and, uh, we and we just were the first ones to show up that day. Yeah, the ones on time.
1: That's cool. Well, cool. what about this other guy in the room here? Uh, Who? Uh, me and me and Dan oh, the, were
4: the bass player roommates. Yeah, me and the bass player were roommates our freshman year at college. Yeah, and we we needed somebody to play bass,
2: and Josh was like, "Hey, I know this dude from college, so." And he's got a he's got a room for us to
3: play in, yeah so he, he does, he all does all of our that, marketing do Dan introduce himself come on guys. he does all of come our marketing on. I'm Dan he's secretly so. the front man <laughs> that's the secret <laughs> front man. <laughs> I do end up with a little bit more of the back end responsibilities, so if you're communicating with us on media. at the last media, show,
2: I literally at the like we were about to start, and I was like i'm I'm not talking, <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything <laughs> and then Dan had to fill in he just winged it. <laughs> Anyway,
1: well, that's cool. Well, so how did did this all start? You said something about construction and uh, roommate. And uh...
2: so uh, me and Josh met doing construction, and we talked about we were playing guitar uh, or that we both play guitar. And I was like, Yeah, I write songs. And he's like, I've wrote a couple. We're like, Well, we should jam out
4: sometime. So a couple weeks later. Yeah, he, he came over to my house, and shoot, we probably went through 30 songs that night. And um ended up staying up till three. Uh my wife fixed us breakfast. I think it was like, like five. Was it? It was it was late. Uh, we had or we had early. breakfast really early that morning and played guitar and sang all night. It was pretty cool. And then I had recently
3: very recently started playing the bass after playing guitar most of my life. And Josh knew that. And so he said, Hey, do you want to try playing this? And so we met up at my house I don't know, a few weeks after you guys met, something like that. Yeah. And it really clicked. We went through a couple drummers. And uh, through no fault of their own or whatever, we just didn't work out with a couple people, and then McNeil came on board in the last
2: few months, and it's been pretty awesome. Yeah, he's the man. He's also better at all of our instruments than we are.
1: Well, he's he's uh, and he's significantly younger than you guys. Uh, how, like, <laughs> Seven. how did
4: you? How did... Teen. <laughs> we
5: are all, we all playing open mic's night or open mic night at Smiley's Acoustic Cafe downtown Greenville. Oh yeah, and my bass and, broke. Yeah, and Dan's bass broke, and I was playing bass with. My other band, Oblivion, and um, shout out, yeah, shout out to Oblivion, yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and so Dan's bass wasn't working. He was like, "Does anybody got a bass?" And I was like, "I do." So he borrowed my bass, and then three of us in Oblivion went and talked to three of them, and we all just kind of became friends. And then I and then we, we stole them. Yes, they stole me, and we played our first show. With, like, both bands together. we Yeah, we were between drummers when we played our first
2: show. And we're Oblivion's like, hey, we got this gig. Do you guys want to play with us? And we were like, yes. But we don't have a drummer. So McNeil was like, well, I play drums. And so we were like, all right, we'll come play with us and we'll see how it goes. And we really liked him. And at that point, we actually invited him to come on full time with us. But he didn't want to because he was too busy doing other stuff. McBusy. So we had, like, two other drummers... From then until he actually eventually came on full-time with us, so that was cool.
1: That was cool. Well, so uh, where did the uh, where did the name Finding Freedom come from? That actually
3: came directly out of the song that we first played on this podcast and together, Know Where I Belong. There's a line that says, "Where would I really find my freedom, or will I really find my freedom? And we ripped the name right out of that. So it came from a song that
2: was written before Finding Freedom existed. <laughs> yeah, um... That was that song lyric is kind of getting at like, is there happiness to be had out there? Like you know, where does that come from and how do I get there? And uh so we thought that was a pretty cool name for the band as a whole. Like we are on the journey to finding that freedom. So that's where that came from.
1: Cool. Well so uh what's this next song? This next
2: song is called The Void. And currently our only song available on uh, iTunes. So look it up. It's just kind of a story about being a young man um, who has little experience and no idea what he really believes and having trouble with self-control and applying yourself to things and losing yourself in all of the vices that exist and uh, finding help in all of that.
1: your songwriting process is you want to um, tell us a little bit about that
2: yeah i man when i write it's usually just like i i'm usually in a weird emotional state where i'm having trouble processing something i sometimes have trouble processing my emotions um externally and songwriting has really been an outlet for me with that uh from the time i was a teenager it just kind of helped me get things out that I had inside, uh, that I couldn't express verbally or any other way. I'd write a song about it and that would, then I'd feel a lot better and I would process that emotion. So that's kind of where it started. Um, and then as a band, I would have those songs that I usually would write just with like my vocals and an acoustic guitar in a dark room by myself. And I would take that to the band and be like, here's this song. And they would just kind of write parts that fit in around that, uh, and that's kind of mostly how we write. We've done a couple songs that are um, like a joint effort. We contributed to lyrics and, and changed chord structures and stuff here and there. But um, it's mostly just stuff that I've either thought about or gone through in my life. That is about,
3: Rob writes about 90% of what we do. Um, and the rest of it is written by Josh. I don't. Those songs are starting to come up. Uh, in some of our live shows, none of the ones we did today are his, but he's he's got some really good ones in the pipeline that we're excited about. And I don't know, you can Josh, maybe you can tell about where yours come from.
4: Yeah, I, I think mine kind of come from a, a similar uh, place as, as Rob, I, where I'm I have an emotion and it's it's like writing a song is the only way it can really get out. Um, yeah, uh, it was actually the first time uh about a week and a half ago or 2 weeks ago uh, Rob and I were able to write a entire song sitting down together um so that was kind of a cool step as a band um but yeah. that'll that'll come out a little later yeah Josh we'll talk about that Josh had an
2: idea an emotion that he was feeling and I was over there at his house and he was like man I have this be- the beginning of this song and he had like a verse written I think And he kind of expressed it to me, and through, like, just kind of a sympathy and, like, connection that we have, he basically, like, expressed to me what he was feeling, and I kind of put it in poetic format, and we worked out the music. It was really cool. It was, like, a true, true joint effort, and it was kind of the first time that's ever happened for an entire song.
1: So where do you guys draw, like, influences and stuff like that from? Like, what, what are... As, Because you each seem to have different musical backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Very different.
3: Let's talk about that a little bit. So the, the first and most important thing is that our, our firm belief uh, is that genre is a social construct. So we try not to categorize ourselves too much. Um, shout out to the EP coming out. Um, but we do have called ourselves alternative blues rock in the past. And that kind of comes from... Josh's love for blues and yeah,
4: religion. I definitely Stevie Ray Vaughan is a big influence. Um I'm a big fan of the Allman Brothers. Um a lot of lot of blues and old older older rock. Um I'm also a fan of uh like Rise Against, Breaking Benjamin. So some of that that heavier Stuff thrown in there and
1: the hard rock, the active rock.
4: Yeah, yeah, and and Rob's Rob's music really kind of digs into that. So it gave me an outlet for that. I, I've never been able to write stuff like that on my own. So it kind of gave me something to express where I, it wasn't there before.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I I was really into alternative rock. I think Three Doors Down was one of my favorite bands. Like really early on when I was like thirteen, fourteen, and then I got into heavier and heavier stuff, and then I, be, I really got into like hardcore punk, and then I got away from it later. And I don't know, I've been all over the spectrum. Um, actually, something worth noting is that the th- the three of us, me, Josh, and Dan, were all raised like really traditionally, like church music, organs, pianos, that super kind of stuff. Yeah, super conservative. And so we had a lot of exposure to like four part harmonies and that kind of stuff, like singing in church every week. And I'm, I don't know at what level, but I'm sure that really influences the way we connect. um, Even though we've all had vastly different roads from that point to where we are now. Um But yeah, I, I had a definite alternative, like grunge, post grunge influences. And then Josh brought the blues into that and it's kind of made it. Really, a really cool dynamic. Like, I really like where it's gone with that. McNeil likes blast beats.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. You I ran mean, <laughs> <laughs> we a band called Oblivion. I'm assuming yeah, that was. Uh, it was
5: a. It was a. That band was um, a very like pop punk grunge mix kind of stuff. Because lead singer of that band, he wrote a lot of like grungy stuff, like kind of like Three Doors Down, but more on the minor side. And then I'd make it more like upbeat in the music. I guess I played bass for that band, so I just kind of. I kind of wrote like all the guitar parts and the bass and I would give some ideas for the drummer and everything. And then, but yeah, pop punk has always been a, throughout my entire high school career has always been a huge, um, influence on me, like Yellow Card, Blink-182, Paramore, Dater Member, those kind of bands That's big influence on me. And then when I was even younger, like in middle school, uh, nineties grunge was kind of what I listened to, like Smashing Pumpkins and, uh, Pearl Jam, those kind of bands, they were Pe Pearl Pearl so.
1: awesome. yeah what's this uh, what's this next song?
3: This song was a full band version, and we kind of had we're playing around. I don't remember exactly how it started, but we ended up grabbing a bunch of acoustic guitars uh and we really liked how the acoustic
4: version came out I, th- um, I think Rob actually wrote it as an acoustic version, and we just changed it so we didn't have to switch instruments playing live,
2: yes, that's exactly what happened um this song it was actually two separate songs that I had started writing and never really finished. And I left them for months. And then we were talking about, you know, Hey, we need some more material. And I was like, all right, well, I have this unfinished stuff that I'll go and work on and try to develop. And, uh, so I took like the sections of both the songs and I kind of just smushed them together and made them cohesive with each other. And it kind of talks about, um, you know, things that you've done that maybe you regret and it like have the things that you've done in the past like does that make you who you are or can you change can you get away from mistakes you've made before and can you become something better and and new and uh can you recreate yourself and that's kind of the the gist of that song
1: fun question because you've mentioned a couple things uh casually as we've been hanging out and also you hinted at it earlier so what's next for finding freedom uh
3: next we are heading into the studio december 8th with uh andrew oliver for Right records shouts out brother oliver Um, he is going to work with us on a five-song EP. Uh, The title of that is going to be Genre as a Social Construct. Uh, The reason for that is there's a lot of different sounds going to come out on the EP. We don't like to stick and play one sound, uh, hence the acoustic guitar songs on here and everything, and alternative blues. Punkness. (laughs) Uh,
2: So that's the next step. Um, Really, that's what we're focused on. Yeah, we're kind of...
4: We're trying not to have a super busy schedule between now and then just so we can get ready for the EP. Yeah, we me and Rob both have families and kids and Dan has a full time job and and we own a company. Yeah, and McNeil's in high school and is busier than all of us. That's <laughs> why we call him McBusy. McBusy. Um can't practice tonight. So that's it, you know, it is it's kind of tough, um, just finding time for everything, so we kinda have to focus on one thing at a time and right now it's the E P. We'll see where we go after that. Probably shooting for spring, late winter, for that to come out.
1: Is uh, you trying to you trying to uh, play out of town, out of state at all? Or?
3: I believe the big step is to get music that is recorded, so that when we actually do go play
2: out of town, we have stuff to to sell and to to show people. Yeah, that's fair. We want to get to that point, um, but like Josh was saying, it's just a slow process because we have so much going on in our everyday lives. But yes, the, the ultimate goal is to spread out and, and start to play shows elsewhere than Greenville.
1: Just have fun, you know? Just yeah,
2: Absolutely. We don't want this to ever become something that's a grind or
1: Oh my gosh, no.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the music, man. That's that's the whole point.
1: Well, so what's this last song?
3: The last song is gonna be on that E P. Um, this is one of our is it our newest song? Yeah, it's our newest one.
0: Mm-hmm. Is
3: it the newest? Yeah, I we just so. rolled
4: it out at yeah. the last show. Yeah, I guess you're right. First time.
3: It's called Waiting on the Wizard. And Rob will tell you about
1: it. Oh, this one. I liked this one a
2: lot. So, yeah, this is kind of, it's a little bit psychedelic. Um, I... <laughs> a lot psychedelic. It's a lot psychedelic. <laughs> um, the beat kind of came to me out of the ether. And then I started writing lyrics It's inspired, it's actually inspired by Lord of the Rings uh, If you've watched those movies or read the books The, the scene where uh, they're in the inn at Bree uh, Waiting for Gandalf to show up and he never shows up And Aragorn is there and sees them And he watches Frodo disappear before everyone's eyes And then they're, you know, freaking out Because they don't know what to do And the Nazgul come and try to kill him, But they're in Aragorn's room That's kind of the, what that song was inspired by
1: Rob, Josh McNeil, thank you so much for having me out, dude. Thank you. Thank you. It was a, Seriously, a guys, lot of like, fun. Not only did you give me a good time, like getting to listen to you play, and and hanging out, just goofing around, and 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 I mean, like there was food involved. Like food. we we gave you butt, man. <laughs> Boston, <laughs> Boston butt, Boston butt. Gotta get the butt. butt. Yeah, man. It was a, it was a great time. So thanks so much for having me out. You bet. Uh, well, where can um where can people find finding freedom online where where can um uh, what about like bandcamp that kind of stuff
3: uh, we are not on bandcamp currently um we're, we're hoping to get there as soon as we have some more material recorded go get this go get the void um which is on everywhere iTunes Spotify Google Play um watch out for the EP that's coming out and then social media we try to be entertaining there as much as possible you can see some stuff from today's session practice last night uh, there's a great video of McNeil staring down the camera, uh, but it's, uh, it's official finding freedom uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Those are probably the two best places to see and what's going on. Officialfindingfreedom.com.
1: Cool. Well, this show is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. The best way to find links to subscribe to the show and the YouTube channel and all the social media is to go to bit.ly/localbandpod. It works. You can also uh, support the show on Patreon if you feel so inclined. Patreon.com slash Mark Audio. You don't have to. The show's always going to be free. But if you want to help me do it, I, w- I won't turn it down. Make sure you, uh, Make sure you check out these bands because you deserve good music. And your friends deserve good music. And there are so many great bands in your local area that deserve to be heard. So get your friends. Go out on a Friday or Saturday night. Go to a show. It's an easy way to, you know, support the arts in your community. And until next time, thank you for listening to the Hoodoo Music Podcast.